Our coverage is brought to you by our guy, Kevin Miller, Caldwell Banker Gundaker, a licensed broker for over 30 years. Andy, how many homes do you think Kevin Miller sold by now? 30 years in the biz? Three homes? Three? Ah, hey, be your fourth home. Oh, this week. Oh, this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, this week. Uh, it's personal service from a top-selling agent like Kevin Miller. You might know him as Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. He has a simple motto. If it's important to you, then it's important to Kevin. Give him a call, 314-503-4999. If he's not at a gas station getting roller foods, he'll answer that call. But if he is, he'll call you right back, 314-503-4999. That's our guy, Kevin Miller, with Caldwell Baker Gundaker. Hey, you like me and uh, you get a lot of traffic tickets, maybe injured at work, maybe you've got a new member of the family and think it's probably a good idea to put together a will or trust to make sure that they're taken care of? Well, then uh, just call the full-service legal team at the Inskip Law Firm. Everything from wills, trust, probate, workers' comp, auto accidents, tickets, and much, much more is covered by the experienced legal team of the Inskip Law Firm all under one roof. Night and weekend hours available for all of you people with those busy schedules, and every consultation is free. Give them a call, 314-961-0330. That's 314-961-0330 to make an appointment. Or look them up at inskiplaw.com. Spelled like it sounds, I-N-S-K-I-P-Law.com. Give them a call today. You won't regret it. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not base solely upon advertisement. And joining us now on the morning line, the AT&T morning line, is the Chief Innovations Officer of Angels Envy, Wes Henderson. Wes, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, last Wes. year, uh, we, uh, we we got treated to a uh, to the happy hour, I guess, and the tour at yeah. Angels Envy when we were uh, when we were here and uh, how so a year later how are uh, how are things going we're still plugging away we're still making bourbon about 40 barrels a day getting ready to start making more and just trying to keep up with the demand right now it's 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 like being on all those gerbil wheels which isn't a bad thing you know we were we were actually just saying and it's you know right before we even looked at the schedule to see that you were our next guest that we talked we're from st louis you know budweiser in st louis so everybody there is a beer drinker we come here and it just everybody you talk to it's doing you know, bourbon this bourbon that the people like people you wouldn't expect to you know maybe even drink at all they're they're, they're talking it's like they've it's like they were you know given a bottle of milk and a bottle of bourbon as like an infant and they were just kind of taught to to drink bourbon and it's just part of their life well and i think it's probably the law here in kentucky as well so you have to drink bourbon that's uh, we've legislated it oh okay so <laughs> that, makes, mandatory. that makes a lot more I sense. think you go to jail yeah. but i tell you st louis is a very good bourbon market it, it, you know it's become the midwest and st louis is leading that a lot of my friends um have come down for the bourbon trail you know to, to do the, to do the tour of all the distilleries because they just they love it they love bourbon and the, one of my friends is absolutely passionate about it. And we, I was telling him that we came to visit you guys last year. He goes, oh, my God, I'd love to go there and, and see him. I said, go on down there. They're, they have tours. Come on they'll, down. They'll let you in. Call us first. We, we're about six, six weeks out now on reservations. Wow. Really? 40,000 people our first year. And, and that was with very small tour groups and limiting the – we want it to be a personal experience. We don't yeah. want to run people through there like a cattle call. So small groups, nice long tour. 
But, yeah, we're about six weeks out in, in booking now. We, I just found out today, though, that on um, – uh, oh, which, what's the, the top – one of the top travel sites? Um, oh, shoot, I should know. Yelp, Travelocity. Yelp, on Yelp. Okay. Uh, we're just – we're the number one attraction in the city now on Yelp. Are you really? I, I don't want you, you – know, I'm not asking you to talk about your competition or even badmouth your competition. No, I would never do that. what makes a tour at Angel's Envy different from a tour at any other distillery? Everybody's different. You know, and, and if you come to Louisville, especially in Louisville, you'll see lots of different interpretations of what a bourbon distillery should be and what, what you want to communicate to the consumer. Um, we are very hands-on. We're the only full production distillery downtown. That's very unique because you get to see every aspect of what we do right there. We don't. It's not a show place that we do a little bit and you, we do the rest later behind the curtains. I think that's very, very, very much a part of it, the personal size of the tours. But I, I say it all the time, don't just go see us, but go see everyone else because you'll get lots of different pieces. I'll give you an example. Evan Williams up the street from us, they do a really good job of talking about the history of Louisville, the history of the river as it relates to bourbon. And those are very fascinating things to me oh, as yeah. well. And, and they're things that a lot of people don't know and a lot of people don't talk about. So, you know, go see go see us first. Of, and if you only if you come to Louisville, just see us if you only right. can see one. Well, yeah. <laughs> go, go to yeah. Angel's Envy, yeah. buy, buy Angel's Envy, you know, buy the merchandise yeah, there. And then, and then whatever, whatever money you have left over, that's go, right. then go, go, go see go, our good. buddies. Go, go wherever. So one of the parts that I liked about the tour last year is that we, uh, we got to sample a little of the bourbon before it went into... That was your favorite part? Oh my gosh! Watching burned. you, oh. watching you drink it was actually my favorite part. I think we have a picture of you like there's a spout, a spigot, and you're holding your mouth underneath the spigot. No, no, no. no I think that wasn't you. No. And basically, as I, as I as, let's uh, let's go back to the beginning of the interview from St. Louis. There's a lot of beer drinkers. We're In looking St. for converts, my friend. We need to get you to drink the Kool Aid here. Right. You need all kinds of converts. That's right. But yeah, but just talking about that process of basically. Making it's legal moonshine is how it was described to me in the tour last year, because you're have a, because you're licensed. You're a licensed distillery. It, that's how it all starts out. I mean, whiskey starts out as what was traditionally known as moonshine. Yeah. So I guess we are. I've got. I'm going to get myself a General Lee that I'm going to park out oh, behind very the, nice. the, the track or the uh, the distillery. But it's really amazing to think that something that comes out of a of a still clear. And it has flavor, but not not complex flavor. You've got some sweetness from the corn and things like that. But by putting in a charred oak barrel, what can happen in that charred oak barrel? Some some really incredible things. Yeah, and on top of all that too, the uh, I, your location is you know we as we're driving around the city. Once we got into town yesterday, it really does the building you guys have really sticks out too. It's a uh, a nice little place you have there. Historic property. It was vacant for 30 years. We came in and restored it. It was built in 1902, and very, like you said, very high visibility across from Slugger Field, which right. is the ballpark for the the AAA ballpark for the Reds, right by Interstate. So if you're coming over from St. Louis it's on real 65, easy. you can't miss it on the right hand side as soon as you cross the river. Now, are you guys looking as far as expansion of what you make? Are you looking to just keep it simple? Are you looking to do more branch out into different flavors into or, or is it just going to be that, you know, what you, what you guys are doing now is... We were looking to grow and innovate. Our brand at, from the very beginning was very innovative because of the port barrel finish. So, you know, my family history goes back almost 50 years in this business. So we're known for creating products that are unique, and we're going to stick with that. But the big thing for us is not is not the quality. Is I mean, we certainly want to grow. I said not the quality. <laughs> that Take that back. The, the most important thing is the quality. So we're not going to sacrifice quality for growth. Okay. 
and that's really where we are right now. So we'll grow. We'll grow in a controlled way. We'll be innovative, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. My two oldest sons work for me. I want to continue the family legacy in the industry. Are you uh – are you seeing the trends in the bourbon business that you've seen in the whiskey business with, like, the advent of the cinnamon-flavored whiskeys that come? Is that moving into the, into the bur- Are you guys doing any, like, cin- the, well, you, that kind of stuff? You can't, um, and that's a really interesting question. Bourbon, by definition, bourbon, you guys are giving each other the thumbs yeah, up. Like, that's oh, a yeah. great question. Whenever yeah. you get, it is. No, whenever, it's a, it's, whenever someone says that, we always, yeah, I like that. Good yeah, job. It is, and it is pat a really myself, good, and, pat good, and on you the back. should. <laughs> uh, and, and I'll tell you why, it's kind of a complex question, but I'll, I'll, I'll boil it down. Bourbon is very restrictive as far as what you can call bourbon. You cannot add any flavorings, colorings, or anything artificial to bourbon for it to be bourbon. Now, whiskey is a different story. So, in bourbon innovation, you'll often see things like different barrel finishes, like our bourbon is finished in port wine barrels. Some of them are doing in sherry barrels. Um, whiskeys, you can add flavoring. So, like like and, like uh, Fireball yeah. is yeah. an example. That's a it's I don't even know what it's classified. It may be a flavored whiskey. Um, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. or a flavored I, malt liquor. Oh, and man. I think yeah, that's yeah. Kind it's of something. What I was, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. I guess with my original question, I didn't right. realize the difference between them when I was asking if you plan to keep it simple. What the apple flavored, the the cinnamon flavored. I, I didn't realize that. So there are now, now. Now I'll give you an example that, and I don't know the how it works in Canada, but you know, Canada with their Crown Royal has right. an apple and. So I don't know how those are classified, but, you know, they're probably whis- Canadian whiskeys, flavored Canadian whiskeys. Well, Wes, we really appreciate you uh, stopping by and uh, giving us your time this uh, this morning. Again, Angel's Envy, if they want uh, want to plan a tour. Again, it's a, a few weeks out now, so uh, plan accordingly for those that want to come by Angel's Envy. Your website real quick tour. before we let you go. www.angelsenvy.com, and I'm on Twitter at KYBourbonMaker. All right. Thank, thank you, you Wes. Much, Wes. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I didn't know that.